Hello, neighbors. I am so excited to introduce today's episode, our game with Neighborly. Neighborly is an anthology-style horror podcast created by Matthew O.K. Smith, chronicling the stories of each of the houses on the anomalous Little Street. Each episode is an intimate peek behind the curtains of a new horror, and let me tell you, it is juicy. Each story is deeply creative, unsettling, and frankly, horrifying. I love that. Me and Grace Griego, the voice of Stella Thomas, were lucky enough to sit down with some of the writers behind the Houses of Little Street for a game of One Last Job, an RPG by Grant Howitt. Take a listen. I think you'll enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Strong Branching Out, the show where we at Strong Branch Productions bring on a guest podcast to play a game with us. I'm Alex Kingsley, your host, and with me from Strong Branch Productions is Grace Griego. Say hi. Hey! Tell us who you are. Hi, I'm Grace Griego. I use she, her pronouns, and you might recognize me as the voice of Stella Thomas from Stench of Adventure, and I'm also the producer of that show. And today on our show are some guests from Neighborly. Woo! Friends from Neighborly, we're going to have you introduce yourselves. Let's start with James. Hi, um, I'm James. I My pen name is J.R. Steele, um, and I'm a writer, and I do transcripts and uh, just general stuff for Neighborly. Great. Emily? My name is Emily Loris. You will also hear me call myself Saf. I use she, they pronouns, um, and I am a writer at Neighborly. I am a music uh, contributor, and I do some transcripts. And Al? Hi, uh, I'm A.L. Withington, or Al for short. Um, I am one of the writers for Neighborly, and um, yeah, general busybody. If something needs doing, and if everyone else is busy, I am the body that does the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Every podcast needs one of those. And of course, my nemesis, another Alex. <laughs> um, I'm Alex. Um they them pronouns and i write all the music for neighborly and i've written a couple of episodes and you will see some more in season two which comes out i don't know when it'll be out you'll find it eventually i believe it i have faith uh (laughs) we are in a very similar boat season two it's happening (laughs) you know it'll be out maybe the real Uh, season two of our podcast it's it's the friends we made along the way, really. Oh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I was like, is it? Is it the friends? Is it the friends? It's the friends. It's always uh, the friends. <laughs> well, we're some friends that you made along the way because prior to all of us being podcasters, we did not know each other. And now we are brought together by the world of indie podcasting. Woo! Speaking of which, the podcast we're making right now, we are going to be playing One Last Job by Grant Howitt. It is a crime-slash-heist TTRPG about criminals who have retired and are coming back together for one last job. And what's really cool about this game is, unlike most TTRPGs, you do not make your character in advance, you don't make the world in advance, you don't make anything in advance. We do it all together and we build the story together. Which means, before we even begin, we need to decide on a few things as a group. First thing, what setting do we want to play in? Where do you guys want to be? So I um, have been sitting on this since we talked a little bit beforehand. (laughs) What if we were 
post-apocalyptic newsies um but we've all oh long retired from being newsies oh my goodness. so like once we were newsies and now what has become of us i is cannot this a cry bad during time this to recording. say that i've never watched newsies <laughs> so haven't so um, i i am literally going to be the one person who knows newsies inside and out which I think <laughs> makes it so much better, yeah. truly. <laughs> I think the best way to produce anything related to Newsies is when only a single person actually knows anything about Newsies. Wow. Grand. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, you that's know what? just what I'm throwing on the table. I would love to hear anything else. How how does the gang feel about that? Any alternate proposals? Or is everyone feeling really great about post apocalyptic newsies? I'm down. I feel like it's it's um, important to say I was just in Newsies, and so if I start crying during recording slash half joke, um, don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> uh, it will actually be our goal to make you start crying, oh, so no. everyone well, be aware. Hard. That's hard. how you win the game, is make James cry. <laughs> wow. That's not hard. It's actually on page 83 of the rule book. It's in very it's small yeah, print. It is like, written into know, the game. Clarification, a Newsie is a, a little guy who delivers the newspapers? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. In the 1920s specifically. That's Nine, what I well, Newsies itself takes place in 1899. Whoa. Are you serious? That's so it old. Does. It actually see, this is just place. more proof that I know nothing about Newsies. It just well, the Newsies strike actually just ended after our first weekend of Newsies. Whoa. Uh, in 1899. So it was just it just happened um the 30th ish was when it ended. So Wow. Yeah. That's bonkers. Yeah, That's nuts. <laughs> that is so. Cool. And we weren't we weren't originally gonna perform it. Um, then either we were gonna perform it in April of 2020. <laughs> ah. So yeah, fun stuff. Anyway, wow, That's well, spicy. good thing there was a pandemic. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> uh, okay, great. Uh, I'm not hearing anyone say no. Different theme. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's what we're gonna go with. Uh, James, yeah. you will be expected to do your newsy voice. I hope you know that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to. Oh, I'm going to. Less news. Uh, and everyone else will be expected out. to do their best impression of a newsy voice. With it, uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing. Does this mean I have to try and do an American accent? Yes, it is. Oh no. We live in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I don't do a good Brooklyn accent either. This is going to be hideously <laughs> offensive. I'm so sorry. Probably. You don't fun. need to worry about offending you Americans. You can't offend Brooklyn. No, Please don't right? worry about Americans offending Americans. I'm English. I'm sorry. If there's any demographic that it's really okay to offend, I'm going to go with New Yorkers. Oh, yeah. yeah, probably. Well, everyone yeah, just, you know, New Yorkers. Just go, go at them. The thing is, is that I'm I'm an American person, always uh, acting as a British person who is going to attempt to act as a New Yorker, and that's going to be interesting. <laughs> so many we'll layers. See, we'll see about that. That was so many locations. There's a lot of things. I didn't even follow the logic. Layers. Yeah, it's much like Shrek. I'm like, like an onion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James oh, is like Shrek, who is like an onion. <laughs> <laughs> This is a great start start so far. Uh, Fantastic. So now that we've decided where we're going to be, we have decided on four abilities that we have as post-apocalyptic newsies. (laughs) So what kind of abilities do you think a post-apocalyptic newsie would have? 
I feel like getting people to listen to them might be one. Yeah. And I'm thinking this because of the read all about it kind of vibes. Yeah. So I, I like that as an idea. I like that. I'm going to go with a skill called read all about it. Yeah. <laughs> which is getting people's attention. Yeah. I have another one, which is um, stamina, because they had to solve papers every single day, no matter what the weather, all day, get all their papers sold. So yeah, stamina. <laughs> Thank you for being our newsies historian. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I read a lot about it. It's fine. <laughs> we got stamina. And so what What does the skill of stamina do? Is it like uh, extra strength? Is it, is it like constitution kind of? We could call it leaping about. <laughs> I like that. Like little newsies. Like little newsies. Leaping like about. Like little newsies. I really want there to be... A curveball that's like very post-apocalypse, mm. like <laughs> hardened uh, survivalist, or yeah. radiation immunity, <laughs> glowing. We're all mm-hmm. just we can glow in the dark. Glowing, <laughs> glowing. You glow in the dark. That's why these kids are the newsies, is because they're the ones who got all the radiation and now they glow in the dark. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So people can see them. Ah! Uh, Do you want to go with radiation immunity and glowing? Oh my goodness. Because we have to think about like what these abilities would be used for. I think those could, if we fall under, if it's like survived the apocalypse, it would be like, that'll be our glowing, but also like ridiculous feats or acts of survival or like dealing with terrain yeah okay great so just one blanket newsies in the apocalypse yeah okay fantastic uh what do we want to call that uh maybe like survived the apocalypse because survived the apocalypse yeah we did it (laughs) <laughs> we did it again. Did it. See, my brain is just singing that one song where it's like, I'm a survivor. <laughs> that that one. That was not enough of it to get an idea. We remember from primary school discos. <laughs> That's the one. Uh and then we get one more skill. Mm, like winning smile. You give a little smile and Charisma. you charm people. We can buy a paper from just me. a little guy. <laughs> just a little guy. Just a little fella. Just a little fella. Are we still little fellas? <laughs> I'm just That's a, a great guy. question. It's post-apocalyptic. We could oh, be. True. I do love the idea that while it is post-apocalyptic and you are all hardened survivors, you are all also still twelve fellas. Yeah, we're <laughs> all 12. little little guy. I like winning smile winning smile it's very cute my winning smile so our skills are read all about it that is the getting people's attention getting people's buy-in a skill sort of like persuasion i think uh leaping about your physical skill kind of like constitution and strength survived the apocalypse is our overarching skill for feats survival all of that, anything that's like, whoa, because that's a really good descriptor. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a game designer, can't you tell? <laughs> then winning smile, which is kind of our equivalent of charisma, because y'all are just cute little fellas. Yeah. And so, you can go, golly gee, I'm a newsie. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I know, I could have been in newsies. You could have been in newsies. I could have been a newsie. Okay, great. Those are our skills. Now we got to figure out 
what's the job? And who am I? I? I'll tell you who I am. I'm your boss. So who's your boss? James, who's like the head newsie? I mean, in the musical Jack, in real life, his name is Kid Blink. And he's such a got good an eye name. patch. And he's Ginger. <laughs> it's a cool name. Like in real life? Yeah, like in like real in life, he has an eye patch. He's so cool. Wait, in like 18, in the 1890s? In 1899? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so we were talking about him in present tense, and I was like, wait, is he still alive? No, I, I talk about, thing, things about me is that I talk about historical characters as if they're like <laughs> they're my cute. friends or like my worst enemies. <laughs> yeah, my buddy. Um, my uh, buddy, my guy, Kid Blink. What, you what know, Newsy Strike, 1899. Exactly, from 1899. <laughs> I do, though. Like, like, I don't know what year it is after the apocalypse, but like, our boss is was from 1899. Still here, still kicking. That'd be cool, though. Yeah, still looks like a tiny newsie. Like <laughs> still wears <laughs> and outfit and everything. Oh my gosh! But it's like well, I have seen man-made horrors beyond yeah. your comprehension. But it's like a three-year-old. I've seen horrors you couldn't believe. This but is a boss baby with a New York accent. <laughs> it's living. I've seen wonders you wouldn't believe. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go with that. I think. Uh, what did you say the name James was of the? Kid Blink was his name. Kid Blink? Kid Blink. It was his nickname. Lewis okay. something was his actual I name. can't believe there was a one-eyed historical figure named Kid Blink. Who was and when ginger. they decided to turn his story into a musical, they renamed him Jack. Jack. <laughs> setting. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not repeating that mistake. Kid Blink erasure. Kid Blink lives on. I imagine that Kid Blink in like the gritty post-apocalypse movie is like our Samuel L. Jackson yes. <laughs> type yes. figure. Also with the eye patch. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I love that. Are we gonna go with Kid Blink? Or are we gonna go with Old Man Blink? Ooh, tough decisions here. That's 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 a decision. I just really enjoy Old Man. Like, oh, I just have this wonderful thing of, like, surrounded by these eternally young newsies and this one old yeah. as balls guy. <laughs> like, I have and one is wrinkly. little mission old for you, folks. <laughs> old man. Old man uh, it is. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. All right. I'm your boss, old man Blink. That sounds like a command. Uh, and and what's what's the job we got to deliver one last newspaper one last newspaper it's got to be to a really really hard place to get to though yeah what's the headline what's so important? or maybe like getting the headline is the thing like maybe Ooh. someone has been keeping this super big story and we have to like get that story so that we can make Uncover a it. fuck ton of bank yeah yeah, yeah. Agree. Mm. Agree. All right. So, what would be? I like that a lot. What would be the big, the big story in the apocalypse? <laughs> they found a cure for the radiation poisoning. <laughs> we found yeah. it. Get the word out. Yeah. yeah. We did it. Uh. So just, just to, uh, just to, to clarify what exactly it is we're doing. Mm -hmm. Are we delivering the papers with the story? 
to people or are you like getting the scoop on the because you know this is the idea is we got to be like there's got to be trials and tribulations on the way mm -hmm. there you know what i mean there's got to be some obstacles so what's the what's the challenge here i think that it might be fun to have to uncover the headline and then get it out to people we gotta get the scoop and then deliver before our rival group okay so there's two pieces of this yeah getting the scoop a milestone all right i like that uh then I guess my question becomes, where where are you getting the scoop from? I mean, not to be super on the nose, well, not really on the nose, but very cliche. It's always like there's some like weird government facility that somehow survived <laughs> that's like underground and there's bunkers and rich people paid to be there and also very clever people are there. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, oh. I am a big fan of secret government facilities. Oh. <laughs> Anyone who knows me will tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Gee, my name's Alex Kingsley, and I just love those secret government facilities. They really Quote do. me on that. <laughs> um, so I can see, like, how there will be challenges getting into the secret government facility to, like, you know, find out, like, oh, wow, it's an actual cure also they've been experimenting on people and i'm not sure what the ethics of that are Hmm. all right i'm super into that i i I really like how i said that immediately after you said they're experimenting on people and i'm like i'm into that (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah all right i believe we have all the information we need to get going let's do it okay so how it's gonna go is i'm gonna set the scene for just like the beginning of this story and then I'm gonna pull in, I'm gonna give a, a hook, a prompt for the first player to hop in. And then that player is gonna introduce their character, who I have, will have already kind of introduced, set up that scene, and then introduce the next character. And then whoever wants to hop in after that hops in, and then we keep going until everybody's in the game, everybody's got a character, with hopefully some traits, as you do with characters. And, uh... And we'll see how it goes from there. I'm going to set the scene for you. The year... 2067. It's, this is a soon apocalypse. This is happening soon. And the sky is red and clouded with a dusty haze. We pan down to see a throne of rotting newspapers. And sitting on that throne is none other than Old Man Blink. He's wearing a tiny little white button-down shirt, red suspenders, brown plaid pants, and a little newsboy cap. And if you were to look at him, just glance, you'd think, oh, there's a little boy. But no, he is old and wrinkled and sagging, and he is just a disgusting old guy uh, who is still clinging to the newspaper empire that he once held in the 1890s. But all of his newsboys have gone off and gone to bigger and better things and then far worse things because then the apocalypse happened. So he's not doing so great. He's sitting on this throne and one of his old newsboys says, is, is, comes running up, comes running down the street pursued by the radiation creatures the uh the they're the they're called the they're called the the grinders they're called the grinders because what they do they're like zombies but they 
they just kind of they grind up your bones and it's real nasty uh, so he's got a golf club and he's swinging at these grinders and finally he makes it up to old man blink and he says oh boy old man blink do i got a story for you and old man blink says oh a story you say and then the kid says Oh yeah, I heard that down one of those government facilities, they got a cure for these for these for these crazies out here in the apocalypse. And Old Man Blink says, "All right, all right. If this story is true, I'm gonna need some of my best old newsies back here to get the scoop." And when he says scoop, his whole body kind of jerks, like reflexively, because old habits die hard. Because <laughs> apparently that's one of his old habits. And he says, All right, I know just the person to get this scoop. Uh, little Susie Three Legs. Nobody knows where the third leg is, but boy, when we find out. Little Susie Three Legs has always been good at breaking into government facilities. Uh, I think it's because of her ridiculously long fingernails and her proclivity for collecting scrap metal. Uh, you better go run along, find her, bring her back to me, and then we'll talk. So the the new the unnamed newsie, who I'm gonna call. Yep, is gonna run down and find Lil Sally Three Legs. Susie, I believe. In character. So he's like, Sally, and she's just like, she's like, um, sipping on like radioactive something. She goes, like, throws the can at the person. She's wearing like, ripped up overalls with too many pockets and every pocket so she just jangles when she walks because they are just full of scrap metal and on the overalls there's like a little side pocket like you know how the butt flaps of like long johns they have those but she has one of those on her hip so that she can put her third leg back there when they finally find it uh, with Susie three legs um so that she can regain her final form, you know. It was, it was, she was what a radiation baby. Um, so she had three legs, but then somebody took it. No, and by God, she's back. Um, uh, and as she walks in, like to the boss's newspaper palace, you just hear like the scrape of her fingernails on the floor as an intimidation tactic. Um, and she has a voice. Um, have we decided that they are they are kids? Are they are they kids? I think it's up to you. I think Susie is like a jaded nineteen year old. She's like, oh, I've seen horrors like you'll never believe. My entire life is behind me. What is next for me? Um, she goes, uh, yeah, boss. I I know, I know, I can do it. But you're gonna owe me big time. If I do this for you, then you're gonna have to put all of your resources into finding my leg. Because I gave so much for you. And I'm not gonna give that much again. I got two left. They called me three legs. I've got two left. Look what's become of me. I'm not gonna be able to do this alone. I'm gonna... I'm gonna need... And she gets choked up because she's thinking about her, um... Her first crush... 
See, the only thing in my head is Crush 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 by Paramore, so I think this person is <laughs> yeah. named Crush Paramore. Um, oh, that's sick. You're gonna need to bring in a Crush Paramore. You remember them, I know, they were, they were the absolute best and I looked up to them so much, you could call them a triple threat. You know, they could do the jumpy splits in the air and they could sing like nobody's business and they were really, really good at interrogating people using terrible and horrifying methods. But you know, they glue better than anyone else. They had the brightest shine and, um, and they really loved doing eight foot vertical leaps. Um, but you know, I, I'm gonna need Crush Paramore if we're gonna be doing anything. Alright, I'll, I'll send for Crush Paramore even though they did kick <laughs> my teeth in that one time, so I'm not particularly <laughs> pleased. So, he sends that kid off and gets Crush Paramore. Uh, I think that Crush Paramore is being followed by a grinder and there is um there's sort of like a seven foot tall platform uh right above them um and i think they are going to do an eight foot vertical leap um up onto the platform um where they pull the street sign out of the the sort of metal area that it was in um and they're gonna just bash this grinder over the head with the street sign Absolutely fantastic. Hell yeah. And then this kid comes running up to that first sees that and goes, Oh golly gee, crush, you're you're just as uh you're you're just as agile and violent as I remember. We got a job for you. What do you say? Well, I don't know, what's in it for me? The cure <laughs> to the radiation. Oh golly gee, why didn't you just say that before? Because I was distracted by all the grinder guts you you got on me. I'm dripping. Well, that's a you problem. You come and crush. Absolutely. Let me just do a leap off this. <laughs> all right. Where are we going? Wow, that was an incredible leap. I've never seen someone do three flips in the air. That sounded like you said do la peep. Do la peep. I do the That's my favorite. <laughs> do la peep. <laughs> I love doing this so much. <laughs> okay, great. So Crush arrives at this throne of newspapers. And once Crush kind of gets gets the lay of the land, figures out what the situation is, what do they say? What's the response? Um, I think they're just gonna like just look around at the throne of newspapers, maybe just like inspect one, maybe poke one with the street sign that still has grinder guts on it. Who who does Crush think we should bring in next? Uh, Dula Peep, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Can you peep that name and maybe spell it for my note note taking? Dula Peep is here. Oh no! Oh, I Dula love Peep. that. Dula <laughs> um, Peep. Dula Peep taught me everything I know about Newsie. All right, I could consider asking Dula Peep, but I don't. I don't know if she's gonna be interested after the time that, uh, after the time that little, little Susie, Susie's your name, <laughs> right, Sally? It's Susie. Oh, I got a terrible memory, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, little Susie. And after the things I did for you, I, gave, I get no respect. 
No respect yeah. for it. Well, I stopped respecting you after you stole Dula Peep's cat. <gasps> it was so cute. So I don't think Dula Peep is really going to want to work with us. It was cute. And my girlfriend at the time really wanted one. And you know, you really got it. You got to do what you got to do. U-Hauls don't drive themselves these days, you know? All right, fair enough. I'm just I saying, I don't think she's going to be too pleased. I'm sure she would understand. Why don't you call her? Why don't you call Dula Peep? She All blocks right, my I'll number. <laughs> but, but Crush, Crush, why do you why do you think Dula Peep is going to be good for this job? Because of that time she impersonated a government agent and was able to hack into their systems. Alright, well you can't beat that. She's the best goddamn impersonator this side of Brooklyn! <laughs> He's having a strong. He's having a strong. This is just how he is. He's just a little, he's just a little twitchy guy. He just goes, this side of Brooklyn, and by this side of Brooklyn, I mean the side that broke off from the rest and floated off into the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> That's right, we're on Brooklyn Island. <laughs> Brooklyn Island. It's like Staten Island, but somehow worse. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't think it could get worse than Staten Island, yeah, here we are. Ah, uh, American jokes. Okay. <laughs> I definitely understand these. <laughs> Trust me, the American audience is gonna love it. Dula Peep, where are you and what are you doing? So, I think what happens is, um, we find Dula Peep and she's, you know, she's... She looks kind of adorable. She's sitting, she's got this little broken china doll like playset. She's having a tea party, as you do. Um, and behind her there's like a heap of like laundry that you just know is the disguises that she's taken from all the people that she's, you know, definitely not offed in mysterious ways during her uh time working as a newsie. Um and, you know, she has, you know, a few other cats roaming around. Um, she's adopted more since that first one was so cruelly stolen by Susie Three Legs. And, you know, these cats are fine, but they just, they don't have the same eight legs that that first cat did. <laughs> and, like, she we have, we have a theme of legs going on. <laughs> oh, we yeah. love well, this legs. Is the thing. This is why she knows it's got to be Susie. Susie's being so obsessed with finding that third leg that anything that has excess legs, she's just got to have it. She's just got to have it. Um, and, you know, so there she is. And I presume that she's having a nice little time, like, feeding her cats, like, I don't know, grinder guts or something. Um, when our friend Jeb? Jeb! Jeb! Jeb. Jeb. Jeb comes Jeb comes running in and kind of like tiptoeing to try to not step on the cats. And he's like, Dula! Dula Peep! Is that you? <laughs> Why, yes. Yes, it is me. Such a pleasure to see you. He he blushes and he's like, oh, go oh golly gee, Dula. It's, it's been so long. I forgot. I, I just I just started Mickey Mouse for a second. <laughs> that was oh boy. That was not the voice. I have to say I'm trying to be uh Betty Boop. It's that little <laughs> that's that's really what we're aiming for. Anyway, um so 
yeah, what can I can, what can I do you for, Jip? You know, I'm I'm just out here. I'm having a tea party. Oh, would you like some tea? And she gestures towards this like green sludge in a kettle that is almost definitely not tea and is probably very <laughs> poisonous. Uh, Jeb is is kind of uh, uh, blushing. He's like, well, <laughs> Not that I've had much of one to begin with. So, well, you know, you know, Dula, Dula, I can't, I can't only say no to some tea. Oh, all right. Oh, you're, you're looking, you're looking mighty. <laughs> I'm going so southern. <laughs> Just say no Brooklyn. Tea. Say Brooklyn. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Sunken Brooklyn. Uh, so he's gonna take some of the tea and he's gonna try really hard to drink it and he can't and he's gonna spit it all over a cat. Oh yeah, like thick. it's definitely like toothpaste levels of thick. Like this thing is not gonna move when you tip your mug. Um, uh, he so he kind of like tries. He kind of getting it with his teeth, and then he just can't can't do it, and just kind of. And then he goes, "Dula, thank you for your hospitality, but the real reason I'm here is because you remember old man Blink." Oh, I remember old man Blink. He was, uh, hmm, well, wasn't he just, hmm, interesting, interesting fella. <clears throat> you mean the greatest boss in the world? Mm -hmm. Yeah! Sure! Sure. Still friends with that Susie, though. I'll never forgive her for taking my cupcake mattress. All good cats have two names. Cupcake Mattress is the greatest name in the world, and <laughs> it's the best cat. Dula, I, I do remember Cupcake Mattress, and I remember Cupcake Mattress was a sweet kitty, but I think you gotta let it go to come to come do to come get the biggest scoop yet for old man Blink and the gang. Are you in? The biggest scoop yet? Why, that does sound interesting. And, I mean, well, so long as I can have a chance to, uh, you know, really have it out with Susie, I suppose. Yeah, oh, alright then. Yeah, all I'm right. gonna come. Here we now, go. Come on, Petal, let's go. Uh, is, is Petal a cat? Uh, no, she's calling, she's calling you Petal. You're, you're, I'm you're, Petal? Okay. Petal. Petal. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a sweet, like a little cutesy name. I'm just bad at accents. Oh, oh okay. I see. I like, see. I thought you were taking cool. a cat with you. Oh, no. The cats are just going to follow in her wake. Like okay, so the cats tree. are totally coming. The cats are involved. The cats are, the cats are involved. They're a package deal. Um, of their own volition. Susie goes nowhere without her cats. <laughs> Not Susie. Fuck. Doula. Doula. When Dula arrives and hears about the situation, what does she think? Well, I think I think she like takes a little moment, like pets some of her cats that are sort of you know swarming around her feet, and she's she sort of goes, hmm. Well, you know, I think this is like this is a real nice little get together, I suppose. Uh, hi, crush, and I guess it seems like a really good cause and all. But I guess I just don't know how we're gonna do this if 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 we don't if we don't have well if we don't have Mr. Mr. Buck Bucket. We need Mr. Bucket. <laughs> Mr. Bucket. 
You're telling me you want me to hire my own son? Well, well, yes. He's, he's, he's really very, very talented. Um, like we need someone who is not only good at getting a scoop, is good at writing up that scoop and getting people's attention. And well, I just, I just think that someone who has, you know, like weird like inky fingers all of the time even when there should be no ink it's like you'll always have a way of finger painting a newspaper always it's wonderful it's perfect crime all he needs is some paper and we can just get it going immediately all right uh, i i suppose if you if if you want if you want mr bucket on the team Despite the fact that he's always covered in greasy ink like a little meatball. <laughs> I'll tell you one more thing that it really helps with. Because he's always covered in this greasy ink, it means he can slip through some really tight spaces. I've seen him get in through things that really can't be more than a few inches wide, and I don't know how he does that. Maybe he just dislocates his bones or something, but, you know... Very handy. He, uh, he came out of the womb that way. I saw it myself. It was it was disgusting. <laughs> he just he just shot out. <laughs> Come on, an ink. And I said, I said, my God, that boy is born to be a journalist. <laughs> Little did I know. Little did I know that he was going to go on to be my journalistic rival. Ooh. But if you want Mr. Bucket, Mr. Bucket, you're going to get. All right, Jeb, go get him. Take it away. So so you find you find Mr. Bucket in a tiny little shack. Um, and outside the door, uh, there's a sign that says Staten Island. But the stat in Staten is crossed out and it says Manhattan. And so it says Manhattan <laughs> Island, <laughs> which um, he, he wishes he lived on Manhattan Island, uh, but unfortunately stuck here. So, yeah, and, and as as Jeb goes up to the, the rickety old door, there's a lot of, like, crashing inside. Um, and if when he walks in, there's just things all over the floor, and there's there's something in the corner making noises in the corner goes <laughs> uh and you you hear from the corner oh who is it uh so then so Je jeb comes running up and says mr bucket you around yeah. here yeah that's that's me what do you what do you want what do you want what are you doing you here me it's uh, me, do Jeb. I remember you? I don't remember anything past what I ate for breakfast today. What What are you? What are you doing here? This is my house. Yeah, I know it's your house. That's why I came looking for you here. Well, yeah, you'll find me here. What? What? You want to? You want to come? Uh, come back to work for your father? We got a real big scoop, and we think you're my the one to father. write it. My father's got a scoop. Well, that's a first. You betcha. Uh, you know what? I, uh, I got nothing better to do. Sure. I, I literally have nothing better to do. I will come with you for, you know what? Sure. Here. Mine it. Hi. Hi. You can call me wet. I'm, I'm shaking your hand and it's disgusting. I'm coming. I know. I know. Isn't it great? Where did this ink come from? 
Oh, I don't, wish I could tell you. <laughs> Where? I can't even see what orifice it's coming out of. Oh. You know? Oh. All oh. of them. I mean, as far as I know, uh, th th it's just how it happens. Like I said, I can't remember anything before breakfast, so... You're right. You're right. Y'all always had a bad memory. That's always and what? forever. Oh, of course, I can't remember that either. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, wet, wet bucket, Wolf. <laughs> wet bucket. <laughs> I will describe briefly also. Uh, he's probably wearing a very, very greasy, beat-up Doozies hat. And, uh, you know, you know the, uh, like work overalls that are like really really big and like they look big on literally everyone who wears them like yes. that except just pants so wet bucket gets <laughs> to the throne of newspapers gets told the whole situation and what does wet bucket have to say well that's uh quite a lot but wow i i would sure not like to deal with these uh gr greater things anymore crater craters spiders what are they called? Um, Grinders? You, you never could remember anything. Oh. I never could. Who are you again? I'm your father! <laughs> Dad? I thought you <laughs> left me when I was like 10. I, I raised you. You raised me? Well, that's not what a father's supposed to do now, is it? Well, I did. I, I, I must have gone wrong somewhere because you started your own journalistic empire. I did? And you left Whoa, me in the dust. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty high up there then. Hey, why are you talking to me like that then? I'm probably more important than you. Anyway, you know, I know one person who's more important than me, though, and who would probably like to help on this job. And that would be, oh, God. Well, now I can't remember the name. Hmm. Come on, what? You remember what it rhymes with? Also, hey, Wet. Hey, Mr. Bucket. Hi. Happy to see you again. I don't know you, but nice to meet ya. Here, shake my hand. Yep, it's this wet, is like my name. As Thanks. Uh, well, I think it rhymed with like swamp, swamp, swamp. Oh, I think it was uh, you mean glomp? You mean glomp? <laughs> no. Probably that's probably right. Why? Why do? You, why do you think Glob Wild would want to do this? Uh, you know what? I can't remember. It probably had something to do with like, what was his family's name again? Wild. <laughs> wild. Well, don't we let like? There's the Wild West somewhere, isn't there? Well, Glob Wild was a cowboy. <laughs> He's a cowboy. He probably wants to, I don't know, feed his cows. And we all know the cows eat newspapers. <laughs> we do. The wild family cattle had very strange dietary restrictions. Uh, but Wild's, uh, Wild's cowherd and abilities made them especially well suited for um, horrendous acts of violence. Violence? Yeah, I, 
I didn't know that a cat was capable of such acts of cruelty until I saw the wild cattle! Alright, tell us- tell us what Glomp Wild is up to. Did we insinuate that Glomp Wild is a cow, or just has cow-like abilities? <laughs> half girl, half boy? Wait, I- I thought we insinuated that Glomp Wild was a cowboy with murderous cows. Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. Like, like a, are we thinking, like, sort of a minotaur deal, or- <laughs> <laughs> It's the opposite way! That's completely up to Glomp Wild himself. Oh Glomp Wild is in fact half cow, half boy. <laughs> and you find him on his deserted little ranch all by him, not by his lonesome. He has he actually has his kid sister by him, Stephanie. He's got <laughs> Stephanie and she's making boo-boo in her diaper. And he <laughs> misses his job as a newsie so much. He's writing down the headline, local girl makes boo-boo in her pants and he's trying to get he misses he misses the thrill of it so much and he goes ah stephanie i miss i miss this so much out here on brooklyn island i've got nothing to do i've got no news i've just got you and my the other half of my body moo i'm a cow <laughs> boy is it like split in half like down the center or is it like top half bottom half type deal yeah <laughs> Paint us a picture. I say upper half boy, <laughs> lower half cow. So I have udders. Um, he's got. He can be milked. Don't do it though. Don't try it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Glompwild trans king. Trans cowboy. Yes. Yes. Glomp is a trans cowboy. Diversity win. Diversity win. <laughs> this is an absolute win. The violent half boy, half cow who just joined your new newspaper organization is trans. It's trans. <laughs> we love him. We love him. So uh, Jeb is gonna come running up. Where did you say you're out on a farm? Yeah, I'm out on my ranch. Where's where where's your ranch geographically? Um. The Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> the Brooklyn Bridge, but it's cut in half because the, the island split off. Because the yeah, island's because Brooklyn because oh of Br Brooklyn Island. So on a fraction of the Brooklyn Bridge, and what animals do you raise on your farm? Uh, ants. Y'all ever see <laughs> ant farm? It's an ant farm. <laughs> Uh, so Jeb is gonna run up the Brooklyn Bridge, cause right, cause it's like split, it's yeah. like at an angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's running up the Brooklyn Bridge and he's weaving around all these lines of ants, and he's going, Glump! Glump wild! I recognize those cow legs anywhere! Jeb? Is that you? I'm, I'm so, I'm so glad you remembered me, Glump. I thought maybe you would've forgotten what I would've had. never forgotten you, Jeb. <laughs> Oh, Glomp, it's been so long. <laughs> we got we got another job for you, Glomp. What do you say you come back and work for old man Blink? I've been waiting for this one. Let's what go. What about your little sister? She's on my back. She's riding, <laughs> she's riding him. Little Stephanie is ready to go. It's a family endeavor. I... Are you- are you sure that a ten-year-old girl should still be wearing a diaper? She's ten! <laughs> she's ten and she's boo-booing in her pants! <laughs> Why 
why have you done this? Oh, why to be you done fair, this? she lives on the Brooklyn Bridge. What he meant to say was Freezing ten months. <laughs> no, you know what? You're right. She should really learn how to go doo-doo in a toilet. But we don't got none. This is the apocalypse. Ah, what are you gonna do? Ah, <laughs> oh, fair enough. All right, let's go. And we're off. The gang. The gang's back together. Alright. So the gang. The gang. The gang is all back together. So you're all gonna gather around a table that's not a table. It's just a bunch of old newspapers that are moldy and wet and kind of rotted together into a lump that you're using as a table. And old man Blink is drawing out the scene and is going, All right, kids. Now that we all got you back together for the biggest scoop of the century. The cure to radiation poisoning and the end of the scourge of the grinders. We gotta get a plan together for how we're gonna do this. They're keeping, they're keeping the cure. They're keeping it in an underground government compound so that only the rich people, only the 1%, okay, there's a little bit of Bernie Sanders sneaking in, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, only the 1% can get access to the cure. So first thing you gotta do is break into through the door. The door of where? The government compound, Glomp. Okay, gotcha. I mean, it's really not that difficult. I have done it once before. I mean, they've probably hidden security since then, but it can be However, done. However, it is my, my specialty, and I'd like to add, just as a general statement, that, you know, I just, I feel a little excluded. You said hi to everyone explicitly, except for me. Oh, I did. <laughs> Not you. I was talking about, um, Dula. Dula? You, you, you steal my cat? You steal my precious cupcake mattress and you forget my name? No, I, I wasn't forgetting. I was just stuttering because I, you know, I haven't seen you in so long and I thought we could just let bygones be bygones. And she's like holding, like there is obviously something trying to pop out of the chest pocket <laughs> of her overalls and she's like actively pushing it down. Like, you know, I thought we could just let bygones be bygones. We got a mission to do and you know, you know, she. it's very hard because she's trying to like be careful about her really long nails. Um... <laughs> If we got breaking and entering to do, you know I love to do that, but I just wish we could be cordial about it. Um, I've dropped my pen between a crack in uh two different containers in my closet. And I oh, don't this think is real I, life. I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to get that back, so we're flying blind. Um, oh boy. <laughs> uh Crush Caramar <laughs> bends down and picks it up. Uh but they bend down really slowly. They they bend down really slowly and just sort of. We're canonically in a closet. And okay, we and all of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Emily have dropped my pen, but Susie also dropped her pen in the scramble to push the cat back into her overalls, um, and is just like bright. I I don't think the blush is red. I think the blush like glows because it's the radioactive. <laughs> but just like so cool that image right? I agree. Love thank you crush it it's been it's been so long i, I hadn't seen you in a while all right all right all right when are you two gonna when are you two gonna you know just get all of this over with and just you know make with what the romance 
There's so much Disgusting. tension at this table. I, I mean, I mean, bygones are by bygones. I haven't seen Crush in a long time. Why is your kid sister here? My kid sister? Yeah, Glob, why is your kid sister here? You think I'm just gonna leave Stephanie all by herself out on the Brooklyn Bridge at the family ranch? She can't take care We're of those in ants. Brooklyn? Oh, uh, she's ten months old. She can fend for herself. Oh man, I'm farther from <laughs> home than I thought. So once we break in, what do you think our next step is, boss? Well, that was country. Well, I expect, I expect you're gonna find some armed guards. I expect that's gonna be the first uh -oh. thing. You need someone. You need someone who can really fight. Well, I guess I could remove their arms if they're armed. Yeah, I mean, you could just take off their arms. Just do horrendous acts of violence to them, you know. Oh, I do that. I can do that. <laughs> we do. We do have someone with massive cow legs. Hey, watch it. I'm sorry. Bad, bad, no, normal size. They're very legs. muscular. Very muscular. Excuse me. Excuse me, Glump. Um, I'm sorry. How's, how, how's your That's mama? Glump? I'm so <laughs> behind. <laughs> oh, yes, wet. Yes, wet bucket. <laughs> Mr. Bucket, what's going on here? Mr. Remember Bucket, me? is that me? Yeah, I'm Mr. <laughs> Bucket. I think I suggested you for this. What are we doing again? We're saving the world. Glover, say you remember Wet Bucket, my son. I don't remember you. Wait, you're my dad? Can't remember what? a goddamn thing. <laughs> all right, all right. We got we got Glump <laughs> taking out the gods, but then after that, it's a real doozy. They got the they got that 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 infrared shit with the alarms. That's that's crisscrossing all over the place. That's your like the lasers. The lasers. They got the lasers. And in, in, the only the only way to turn off the lasers is if someone could sneak their way across them. I mean, I could just go under them. <laughs> Or just bucket, throw you're, right, you're very Lasers short. aren't that bad once you get used to them. Fantastic. Mr. Bucket's on the job. I was imagining someone who's real good at acrobatics. <laughs> yeah, or maybe someone who's got an A for vertical leaps. Someone who's got an A for vertical leaps. don't make Wet Bucket do this. <laughs> he's gonna forget that he's doing it anyway. I, I would like to see Mr. Bucket try. I think it would be very amusing for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> for Mr. Bucket to have the first attempt. <laughs> As a treat, yes. we all get to watch. Just, just lighten the mood a little bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> God. I'm so I sorry. I guess I could dodge and weave through the lasers and, and everything. Hope there's no nine-foot platforms. That would be unfortunate. <laughs> you never nine know. Feet. You never know with these government people. All right. But this one, this one, I don't know about this one. I don't know who's going to do this one. We got, uh, they, there's a, a lounge on the way to the, the 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 vaccine room the medicine room that's where they keep the cure it's in the medicine room and they got a lounge on the way and they only let they only let celebrities in so are you a celebrity <laughs> mr bucket mr bucket i don't i don't know about I got a I got a haircut appointment. I'm gonna step outside and do that real quick. <laughs> Mr. Bucket, what? Mr. Bucket, come back to the table. He steps outside, realizes that's an apocalypse, comes back in. 
I know someone who can do impressions, but they're being a little bit of <laughs> being a little bit of an asshole right now. Uh, uh, well, well, Miss Susie Three Legs, where's that other leg of yours, by the way? Oh no, wait, we're not supposed to talk about that. No, that's a touchy oh. stuff. You, you're playing low blows, Dula Beep. <laughs> Listen, Susie, sweetheart. It's not that I don't like you. I mean, it's a little bit that I don't like you. I'm happy to do this cordially, but you just... I just gotta know that my cupcake mattress is safe, and I just don't trust that you're feeding her the right stuff. Like, she's gotta get her eight scoopfuls of grinder guns a day. Yeah, she's on that raw diet. Exactly! Well, I'm glad you remembered that much, at least. My girlfriend's just... taking care of her. <laughs> or at least... She was. Looks off into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all know about how uh, your your girl girlfriend that you liked so much betrayed you because you're just too goddamn trusting. It's it it's a hard it's a hard life to lead, but somebody's gotta lead it. <laughs> but once we get past that lounge. Once we get past that lounge, we got we got what we really came here for. We don't need to discuss my love life. Not here. Not now. Well, there's one more thing past the lounge. There's one more thing. <laughs> what do we gotta do, boss? <laughs> oh, I don't know who's gonna do this one. I don't even know if I should say it. It's just so difficult to get past. I don't know if it's even worth it. I think maybe we should just call it right here. I don't think any- Boss, right. boss, say it. You got All it. Alright, I'll say it. I'll say it. There's a hallway. And- <laughs> And the hallway is covered in spikes. <gasps> Whoa! And I don't, I don't think anyone could get through it unless they were naturally slippery like a slug. <laughs> well, I guess we better call it then, because I have no <laughs> idea who's going to do that one. <laughs> Wait a minute, Mr. Bucket! <laughs> Mr. Bucket, look what? at your hands! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, how can I forget? <laughs> I'm slippery! I'm wet! That's perfect! <laughs> we did it! We got it! We got the plan! We got the plan, boss! Alright, newsies. <laughs> The 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 good the gang is back together again. The the uh, what what was it that they used to call us back in the day? <laughs> the Jonas Brothers. We this were the, <laughs> the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers are back. The Backstreet Boys. We're finally back together. The Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Backstreet Boys. See, the thing is, y'all are saying Jonas Brothers. I thought we were the Joe News Brothers. Ah! Uh, oh, 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 I see what you did there! Do I see what- Do you guys know what did there? Doodle Peep, how can I forget- How can I forget our street name? The Joe News Brothers, Brothers are back together again. And of course, the street sign with which I hit the grind is, you know, Joe Street, everybody's favorite street that we used to do new things. Exactly. In fact, exactly. you, can, you can see as uh, we're, we're at this table that there's like this broken, fallen sign that says Joe Street, where Aww. we're meeting. So that, we're, we're on our old our old spot, but no one would oh, know because because uh, 
uh, Brooklyn Island looks so different than it once did. <laughs> Crush Paramore did try to put the street sign back, but it didn't. It didn't. They kept hopping up to the top of the signpost, but it just wouldn't <laughs> stick. All right, kids, only you, the best newsies in the business, can save the world from the apocalypse. Are you in? Sure. Yeah. I think I got a hair appointment, actually. I should probably go out and do that. Step outside again. Realize that it's there's a There's a wipe. There's a, there's like the, the fade out. <laughs> we got, we have a little like time lapse. We're like, okay, we'll wait for you, Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket goes to get a haircut and then comes back and is like, okay, well, I'm ready now. He realizes as soon as he steps outside that there's an apocalypse. And he doesn't have a hair appointment. Comes back in. <laughs> yeah, no, I got nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Alright, let's do it. And with that, we have our setup for our heist. Yes. And we're yeah. gonna stop there for now. So, gang, everybody, listeners, come back next week to see what happens to the Joe News Brothers and their journey to get the big scoop on the cure for ra the radiation poisoning that's turning people into bone grinding zombies. This is the only post-apocalyptic newsy story out there and you're Ever. only gonna get it right here at Strong Branching Out mm -hmm. with our gang from Neighborly. Tune in next week. Everybody say bye! Bye. 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 This has been One Last Job by Grant Howard with Neighborly. Little Susie Three Legs was played by Emily Laris. Crush Paramore was played by Alex Schwartz. Do the Peep was played by A.L. Whittington. Wet Bucket was played by J.R. Steele. Glomp Wild was played by Grace Griego. And Old Man Blink was played by Alex Kingsley. This episode featured the songs Evil Plan, Le Grand Chasse, Waltz of Treachery, Mary Go Slower, Sneaky, Wagon Wheel, and Villainous Treachery, Distressed, by Kevin MacLeod. Join us next week to find out what happens to the Joe News Brothers.